0: Welcome to Power Up, a podcast show hosted by Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio that brings life to some of the stories on Power Electronics technologies and products featured on powerelectronicsnews.com and through other as Media Publications. In this show, you'll hear both engineers and executives discuss news, challenges, and opportunities for power electronics in markets such as automotive, Industrial and consumer. Here is your host, editor in chief of PowerElectronicsNews.com and EEWeb.com, Maurizio Di Paolo, Emilia.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of Power Up. Today, the topic is Gallium Nitride or GaN GaN transistors. GAN is a wideband gap semiconductor. It is continuously growing in several power electronics applications. This is due to the exceptional properties of this material, which is better than silicon in terms of power density, resistance to high temperatures, and operation at high switching frequencies. GAN greatly increases the efficiency of power conversion stages, serving as a valuable replacement for silicon in the production of high efficiency voltage converters. Compared with silicon, GAN offers important improvements such as greater energy efficiency, smaller dimensions, lower weight and lower overall cost. Gallium Nitride Semiconductor technology and applications are going to be a key highlight at this uh, year's Applied Power Electronics Conference, APEC, to be held on March 20th to 24th in Houston, Texas. Not only GAN, but also Silicon Garbide. In the previous episode we talked with Peter Gammon about Silicon Garbide technology. I will be at APEC and looking forward to meeting you there. In this podcast with Andrea Bricconi, Vice President of Business Development at Cambridge GAN Devices, we will analyze the latest technologies of this wideband gap ecosystem that will drive the next improvements. The company is in the process of developing a range of energy-efficient GAN-based power devices using its proprietary ICE GAN technology to be deployed in key market segments such as consumer, switch mode power supply, lighting, data centers, and automotive. Let's talk with Andrea. Hi Andrea, thanks a lot uh, for coming on. How are you?
0: Thank you Maurizio, very nice to talk to you. I'm very well on a sunny Munich finally.
1: Good. So today, the topic of this uh, new episode of Power Up is, uh, is GAN, GAN, right? GAN technology. But before starting, before going into details, so tell us more about uh, about you. What's uh, what's your job? Uh, Please introduce uh, yourself, your your background. Uh, Thank you, Maurizio. My name is Andrea Briconi.
0: I have spent the last 25 years now in the semiconductor industry, in some of the top semiconductor manufacturers. Uh, In the last 10 plus years, I focus on gallium nitride technologies, applications, and marketing. And I have joined Cambridge GAN Devices, or CGD for simplicity, uh, a bit more than two years ago. And here I'm leading marketing and business
1: development. Let's start with uh, the first question. So why gallium nitride? As a, a material GAN appears to have a significant inbuilt advantages over silicon for many applications, for many markets, which applications GAN is uh, Already has significant market penetration, Mm -hmm. and which applications are now emerging for GAN, GAN Gallium Nitride?
0: So, many questions. Why GAN? Well, I I could ask why not. I mean, (laughs) um, uh, it is the most exciting material available these days. It has all to help the electronics making the next big step towards high efficiency. And um and it is available and mature, finally, after many years of promises and setbacks. Uh, I would say that working in the field of gallium nitride is a real fun. And you feel to be in a sort of middle of something special, which happens only once in a couple of decades. Um, the market is booming, starting from low-power ACDC applications, such as mobile chargers, adapters, and in general, all those switch mode power supplies for consumer applications. Um, at the same time, we see that after many years of preliminary activities, uh, now there is good traction in server power supplies as well, uh, driven by the needs of, to deliver the highest efficiency and comply with either, even more stringent regulations. Um, besides most in the low voltage domain, uh, let's say below 300 volts, uh, gallium nitride is helping reducing the form factor of DC-DC converters in many applications such as robotics, drones, telecom, and by telecom I mean brick converters, just yeah. to, to be precise. So wherever the need for smaller size and weight is really compelling, gallium nitride is entering the market and gradually replacing legacy silicon solutions. Um, of course, um Talking about emerging applications, Mm -hmm. GAN has a lot of traction also where silicon cannot cope with. Uh, Again, staying in the low-voltage domain, if we think about wireless charging, that's a nice example. Um, Particularly with Class E working at 6.78 MHz or twice as much, um, the efficiency benefit of GAN is evident. Um, Or those applications where you have to to switch a big amount of current in a matter of a few nanoseconds, like in LIDARs for autonomous driving. Simply, there is not a valid alternative to GAN. So I would say that in general, all those applications where size and weight reduction is a target, because of specific market trends, like portability or driven by international regulations, Gun is really becoming prominent uh, in terms of portability. If you think an end user, um, I mean someone like you or me, we want to to carry yeah. uh, mobile charges which are as light as possible but as powerful as possible to to be capable to charge many devices at once and of course enabling also fast charging. Of course, you can do uh, you can squeeze more power out of a of a charger with silicon, but it would be bulky. If you want to achieve very high power density and very high power capability and very small form factor. GAN is the way to go. On the other side of the spectrum, on data centers, since we were talking about international regulations and in general best use of energy, I mean the electricity consumption of data centers is targeted to double by the end of the decade, achieving something like 800 terawatt hour we need to do the best use of that energy. And GAN is definitely set to reduce the the waste of that energy by improving the efficiency to the highest level.
1: So currently there are a couple of GAN device concepts. Uh, so can you tell me which, uh, which are the main and uh, which is your direction into development from the design point of view? In an article, Uh, as you know, I have highlighted 10 points of of the GAN, 10 things to know about GAN. Is there a point where you are focusing with more attention?
0: Oh, yes, I remember that article. It was like something like 10 things to know about GAN. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember there's one specific point uh, I would like to address. But first, let me answer to the first part of your question, the available concepts and, and what we do about it. So I would say that there are many concepts, much more than two, but somehow we can talk about the extremes, the so-called Cascode gun, and the so-called enhancement mode gun. Um, the Cascode gun was actually the first one which came to life thanks to my first company. Uh, I was there when International Rectifier, the pioneer in power gun research, uh, first started to develop gun solutions based on Cascode. And by the way, almost every gun manufacturer today has among its key managers, someone um, who shared that experience with me 20 years ago. We could say that IR legacy still lives in so many companies around the world now. But but talking about the Cascode itself, it is a two-chip solution, at least two chips, where there is normally on GAN coupled with a low-voltage MOSFET. And the whole device operates through driving the MOSFET gate. Something which is well known Thus, this concept is ease, brings ease of use. So it is extremely easy to drive a low-voltage monster, so the cascode is universally recognized as an easy-to-use concept. Of course, it has some disadvantages. For instance, the lack of scalability. One thing is to make a cascode solution 600 volts or 650 volts. But if you want to do like a a 100 volts device with that concept, the compromise introduced by the low voltage MOSFET is too big. You really lose the advantage of GAN. On the other side of the spectrum, we can talk about enhancement mode or e-mode GAN. This is a wonderful solution. It's very elegant. A single chip normally off, but of course, Many users would like to simply gain the performance advantage of GAN by replacing silicon MOSFETs without changing anything. Unfortunately, an enhanced mode GAN is very peculiar compared to a silicon MOSFET. It has an extremely low threshold voltage, just about above one volt, depending on the, on the gate concept, but it's basically between one and two volts. Mm-hmm. And the gate cannot see voltages above six, 6.5 volts. Therefore, the user shall either use a gun dedicated gate driver or shall add a driving circuit, which also clamps the gate voltage to prevent damages to the gate or both. That is somehow the problem of this concept. Um, and here I'm coming to the second part of, of your question, your article. There was a point in your article where, where you mentioned that most of the e-mode gun solutions now require negative voltage to the gate for effective turn off. And that is true because the threshold voltage is so low that you want to avoid any risks of PCB induced return on. So not many gate drivers in the market have that negative voltage capability. So you see that there are very good, th- good things about these concepts, but also some drawbacks. Basically, CGD is coming with a technology that merges the ease of use of cascode with the simplicity of the e mode GAN, avoiding all the drawbacks, including the needs for negative
1: driving voltages. That is in a nutshell. So your goal is uh, to integrate the logic into an uh, e mode GAN hampt so it can be uh, interfaced to, to drivers and uh, controllers with minimal effort and uh, also cost, cost saving. So ne- no need, extra uh, components. So your solution can be uh, driven like uh, a MOSFET. Can you tell me uh, which are the, the reasons to integrate a logic instead of uh, a GAN driver? Well, yes,
0: uh, 650 volts uh, GAN technology by CGD is called IC gun. It's a combination of two words, IC and EGAN, meaning E-MOD GAN, in one word. Because in fact, it is a system on chip where we have integrated logic into an e-mode power transistor. Oh, by the way, you can also read it uh, like scan because it, it runs very cool. Um, it does not incorporate a full gate driver, but just specific and key functions which enable easy interfacing for gate drivers. Years ago, when CGD was founded um, by Giorgia Longobardi, and Florin Udrea, both from Cambridge University. Um, After many years of consultancy with many companies involved on GAN, specifically on topics like GAN reliability and gate-related robustness, well, they both mumbled a lot on the direction to go. Um, At the end, what what we wanted to develop was a concept fully scalable to high power and to low voltage. And we have decided that the best would have been to avoid integrating the fully gate driver, but rather specific ICs to deliver key functions which make GAN e-mode hams as easy to use as a silicon MOSFET. And once you go into that direction, of course, the next step is to go further by integrating other functions like specific sensor control features, for um, enhancing performance and reliability. And this is all at the core of our technology. Uh, Look, one of the things we have always heard about gun hands is that they are lateral, lateral transistors. And this is one of the key differences and advantages versus silicon and silicon carbide MOSFETs because this allows on-chip integration. CGD elaborated around this concept and focused all efforts to solve one of major issues which prevented GAN really to find broad adoption in the last few years, to which I have alluded to a few minutes ago, that is the lack of ease of use. So CGV technology is an e-mode, that's normally off, single chip solution, which enables seamless coupling to standard gate drivers. Um, basically, you don't need to add any RC network, or clamping dials whatsoever, you don't need to, to deliver negative voltage to the gate. IC Gun has a threshold voltage around 2.8 volts. It has an integrated miller clamp, which makes sure that under all circumstances, the turn-off really occurs at zero volts. And that basically exploits the lateral nature of gun hemp to allow customers to drive gun transistors like MOSFETs, up to 20 volts gate voltage. So ease of use, we dare to say, for the first time introduced on e-mode GAN without any needs of additional chips or any componentry, which, by the way, also save costs and space on the PCB. So I would say the concept is fully scalable. So you can make a very high RDS on part for low power or very low RDS on part for a high power. It can be scalable to low voltage by simply um, uh, reshaping the design, but the concept stands. And this is how we basically think we have achieved our initial goal. Um, The topic of introducing the gate driver monolithically integrated into the power transistor was considered, but I would say, this is an extremely good solution for low power, and the market is telling that today, we know. Uh, but it might become lossy at high power. Um, I would say due to the on-cheap thermal coupling, the driver can suffer from extra losses due to the self-heating of the power transistor. And so we thought it's better to allow our customers to keep using the MOSFET drivers they have been using for years with silicon to to let keep the choice of the gate driver now that finally... Every gate driver can be coupled with an emote GAN. That is basically driving GAN like a MOSFET.
1: So, a topic that uh, I would like to, to comment uh, now is uh, in terms of thermal management. So, while uh, wide band gap semiconductors, so gallium nitride, but not only, also silicon uh, carbide solutions promise higher operating temperatures and greater efficiencies. There are also, as you know, thermal uh, management issues that uh, designers need to to consider during uh, uh, when designing these uh, devices into a system. So which is your strategy regarding your uh, technology? How do you see thermal management uh, demands with uh, increasing power density impacting the future development of process and packaging technologies?
0: Well, yes, this is a good point. Of course, you know, Maurizio, most of us involved in GAN often highlight that one of the benefits of, of GAN is that one can achieve very high efficiency at much higher switching frequency than today's, what is normal today with silicon-based architectures. Yep. In doing so, of course, we say that surface mountable packages shall be used in order to reduce inductances and support high frequency otherwise the package becomes the real bottleneck right so and one cannot fully exploit the benefit of gan unfortunately there are not many smd packages available for high power and and people out there making power supplies are still relying very much on through hole packages like uh, TO220 TO247 cgd is coming to the market with uh, smd packages like dfn a by 8 dfn 5 times 6 for low to mid power applications but it is very important also, especially for high-power segments, uh, to um, in order to support the high demand for efficiency in servers, in data centers, so let's say above 1 kilowatt, it is very important to develop firmly enhanced SMD solutions. And we are doing that with our assembly site, and they will have, of course, very low thermal fir- resistance. We will share this um, in due time. In, in principle, the topic is... Um, with GAN, we allow the user to shrink its application, but the heat is still there. Mm-hmm. It has to be dissipated somehow. Uh, are we heading to a dead end? So I would say that, first of all, we are on the, on the safe side by using GAN because one should notice that GAN has by far the lowest switching losses. So the output losses are significantly lower than any other, technolo- any other technology. A gate charge is 10 times better than silicon lower than silicon and silicon carbide. So, a partial answer is that we've we have to deal with much lower heat to dissipate. But of course, the topic of dissipating heat is important and I'm thinking uh, that one of the direction we will see the market going in the next years will probably be with solutions like uh, chip embedding, for instance, which uh, with, with dramatically reduce thermal resistance via much more effective thermal management inside the PCB. But in general, I would say also with other um, elements coming from the gun manufacturer that can help uh, improving the cooling at PCB level. I, I said before that we are uh, integrating sense and protection features into the gun hemp. Think about the integrated current sense. Normally, uh, in order to sense the current, one needs to add external sensor resistors, which of course prevents to connect the transistor to the ground plane. By bringing this function inside the HEMT, one can now connect the HEMT source to ground. And this way, cooling can be much more effective because now you can design the cooling pad according to your needs and focus on achieving either a lower working temperature or vice versa. You can use a higher RDS-on for the same thermals. So this is all what is included also into the IC under 650 volts technology. So it's a combination. Um, the transistor technology can improve the cooling or in- deliver more degrees of freedom to the user. But of course, from a package standpoint, there's still a lot that can be done to help SMD technology becoming as
1: performing as through-hole. So my last... Uh Question is uh, is about uh, a look into into the future. How do you see the GAN for the next years? What are the other wide band gap materials to compete with uh, oh. with GaN? So I mentioned silicon carbide. So oh. in these days, we are uh, talking uh, a lot about uh, electric vehicles too. So where GaN can offer a good uh, a good value compared with other uh, so- solutions, and where we expect to see the next wave of growth.
0: Well, first of all, if you asked me that that question, uh, what is the future? A few years ago, when the market was not there, I would say, well, the market should start soon because there are all the fundamentals. But now, the market is really there. So, GAN is rapidly gaining its space. Uh, It's replacing steel silicon step by step, gradually, but it's booming at a Kager of almost 100%. From consumer applications now ramping into servers, solar, and tomorrow, of course, there's no reason why it won't be competing also for electric vehicles or hybrid electric vehicles. Um, Silicon, of course, will keep dominating for many years, but the, the key turning point will be, of course, also connected to the product cost. When the product cost will be comparable, which is going to happen probably when the old industry will be working around 200 millimeter wafers, which is not yet the case, uh, of course, at that point, we'll see um, the fast replacing of silicon. Uh, consider that at system level, GAN is already delivering much better costs than silicon, especially in high power application. But at product level, there is still a gap, which is going to be closed quite rapidly. And even in the low voltage domain, it, we are almost there between GAN and silicon already now. So I think that GAN will, will, will keep uh, increasing its pace, especially uh, if we as manufacturers keep exploiting the peculiarities of GAN that silicon cannot cope with, like bidirectionality, and further insist on integration. Um, of course, silicon carbide is there. And by the way, it, it came earlier and has proven a level of maturity, which GAN still has, has to demonstrate. But uh, um, silicon carbide, I mean, We all know that it's it's rapidly taking over on IGBTs for traction inverters, given the availability of 1,200 volts devices, given its superior thermal performance. But there's no reason why GAN cannot compete also here. Perhaps you know that um, CGD is involved in a major European project called GAN-NEXT, With important IC manufacturers, magnetics manufacturers, the academia, and several end users for very different power levels. CGD is bringing, is is the sole source of GAN solutions. And the purpose of this project is to deliver prototypes and demonstrate power modules for low, mid, and high power applications. I really think that once GAN modules will enter, will be available and and, very reliable, Well, um, entering the EV inverter market will basically be a matter of of time and maturity of the supply chain. Um, Coming to the last part of your question, I would say um, where GAN can can still deliver uh, most of its uh, potential. Well, Mm -hmm. if we look at the megatrends today, we probably have the answer. We're talking about climate change, e-mobility, yeah. digital transformation. Um, GAN demonstrates to be the technology which helps to deliver the highest efficiency among all of those. All of those who actually reached the manufacturing stage. I mean, uh, I would bet, um, personally, I would definitely bet on data centers to be the next big segment experiencing the advantage of GAN. I mean, it is so obvious. Every 0.1% higher efficiency has a direct impact on the electricity bill. But there is also the topic that um, really there is a need worldwide to uh, to um, waste less energy, which is becoming more and more precious. Um, moreover, uh, server requires to dedicate more and more space to computing. So. Saving the space for the power supply by making it smaller or squeeze more power out of the actual volume is a requirement. is a big requirement, and GAN delivers exactly because of these needs. Uh, for instance, recently, CGD launched a project uh, funded by the UK Department of Energy called IC Data, aiming at designing and developing compelling solutions for data centers in terms of performance and reliability. So, I think that GAN will have a bright future and I think also that CGD is ready for this exciting new era for power semiconductors.
1: Thank you Andrea. So it it has been a pleasure to have you in this podcast talking about uh, GAN uh, technology. Thank you.
0: Thank you Maurizio and uh, allow me to invite everybody who wants to talk to us come visit us at uh, the Applied Power Electronics Conference in Houston,
1: Texas, 20 to 24th of March. Thank you. Thank you, Andrea. So the market is moving, as Andrea said, starting from low-power ACDC applications such as mobile chargers, adapters and, in general, all those which switch mode power supplies for consumer applications. Now as Andrea pointed out there is a good traction in server power supplies as well driven by the needs to deliver the highest efficiency and comply with more stringent regulations. There are many concepts of GAN devices. Cascode, and enhancement mode E mode GAN. Cascode is a two cheap solution where there is normally ON GAN coupled with a low voltage MOSFET and all device as Andrea said operates through driving the MOSFET gate so it is extremely easy to drive a low voltage MOSFET and as Andrea said the Cascode is universally recognized as an easy to use concept. E mode is very peculiar compared to a silicon MOSFET. It is an extremely low threshold voltage and, as Andrea said, it works with a GAN dedicated gate driver or add a driving circuit. Cambridge GAN has integrated logic into any mode power transistor. It doesn't uh, incorporate the full gate driver, but just specific and key functions which enable easy interfacing for gate drivers. According to Andrea, one of the directions we will see uh, the market going into the next years will probably be with the solutions like chip and bending with dramatically reduced thermal resistance via much more effective thermal management inside the PCB. GAN is rapidly growing, Andrea bets on data centers to be the next big segment experiencing the advantage of GAN. That brings us to the end of this episode. Stay tuned with more news and technical aspects about power electronics. If you are listening to this uh, on the podcast page at etimes.com or powerelectronicsnews.com, links to articles on topics we have discussed are shown in this page. Power Up is brought to you by AspenCore Media. The host is Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio and the producer is James Eid. Thank you everyone for listening. See you next episode. Stay tuned.